that he doesn't have a path to victory. They're moving to Donald Trump. We're seeing that more and more, and you know, it's kind of curious. Donald is publicly boasting about how all the big establishment players are getting behind him. Trump fired back Thursday at a campaign rally in Las Vegas, saying that Cruz was slimy and unpopular in the Senate, whereas he would be able to get things done. I can tell you they like me, those guys, Trump said, and there's nothing wrong with that, folks. We've got to make deals. We don't want to sign executive orders. We want to make good deals. Within much of the conservative movement, however, Cruz remains well-liked, and Trump is viewed warily. On Friday, two leading magazines of the conservative establishment will issue strongly worded articles denouncing Trump. William Crystal, editor of the Weekly Standard, said in an interview that his publication's anti-Trump editorial will call the frontrunner a confidence man. He urged conservatives who are talking themselves into supporting Trump to stop and think again. Our presidents have been a mixed lot, but no true ten-pot Caesars have yet occupied the Oval Office. Until now? Crystal writes in the editorial. Is the task of today's American conservatism to normalize Trump and Trumpism? Surely not. At National Review, writer Yuval Levin said an anti-Trump manifesto in the magazine will argue that the billionaire is not a small government conservative. Instead, Trump has called for huge new government projects, including a wall on the Mexican border and the mass deportation of millions of undocumented immigrants. Trump is making the case that the answer for everything is good management, which ought to be a warning for conservatives, Levin said. But Tim Pawlenty, a former Minnesota governor and a 2012 presidential candidate, said that the light bulb has gone on for a lot of people, and it wasn't on a couple of months ago, that Trump might be the nominee. Even though he's a billionaire from New York, he sounds and looks like somebody you'd meet in the heartland who's ticked off about the economy and government, and he projects that strength that he'd actually do something about it, Pawlenty said. He doesn't look and sound like all the other politicians who yap and yap and don't get anything done. Some in the party have gone to talk to Trump, hoping that he will remember them and their ideas if he wins. It's our job to nurture the candidates, to bring them into the fold, including Trump, said Arthur Laffer, a famed conservative economist who met with Trump in the fall. Laffer said he has met with Cruz, too. Asked whether he would be willing to serve in a Trump administration, Laffer said, I'm 75. If a Republican were to win, I'd love to have the role I had with President Reagan, advising when I can on economics. Trump himself has not changed much. He remains a living, breathing, shouting contradiction to many of the things the GOP elite believe in. He is opposed to the party's signature proposals to reduce Medicare and Social Security spending. His incendiary comments about undocumented immigrants from Mexico has upended the party's plan to attract Hispanic voters. Yet among some in the GOP, there's a sense that the extreme rhetoric that has fueled Trump's campaign, including the comments about immigrants and his call to temporarily bar Muslim foreigners from entering the United States, is just talk. In a general election, they believe, he could say something different. With Trump, hey, it's just a deal, said Alex Castellanos, a longtime Republican strategist. The primary's one deal. That's done. If he were to be the nominee, the next deal's a general election. You can see him saying, we had to do what we had to do to win the primary, but now's the general and we've got to beat Hillary. You can see him pivot on a dime. 
But with Cruz, oh, you're looking at a Republican Party that wouldn't win the vote of a young person, a young woman, or a minority for a generation, Castellanos said. Cruz is seen as inflexible and inflexibly antagonistic toward most of his own party. Trump does not have any particular enmities down here. I don't think anyone gets up in the morning and is irritated with him, former House Speaker Newt Gingrich said in an interview. That's not how it is with Cruz. The animus toward Cruz in Republican circles can be traced back to 2013, his first year in the Senate. While Cruz had run a contentious primary campaign in 2012 against an establishment foe, it did not mark him as someone who would alienate party elders, and he began as a star encouraged by the leadership. That goodwill quickly evaporated as Cruz began to ignore his Republican leaders and stoke the GOP base about what he saw as the party's inaction and failure. Rather than building friendships on the inside, he built them in the outer but influential corners of the conservative movement.